0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers are through to the last 16 of the Europa League After beating Braga home and away Celtic are hoping to join them by seeing off Copenhagen in Glasgow tonight And James Keatings is clear to play in the Challenge Cup final I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Well Gordon, huge credit must go to Rangers And what was an outstanding performance and result over two legs from them I don't think many people gave them a chance uh, probably because of their stuttering form domestically, but they pulled themselves back into the tie last week and followed it up with a great performance last night. So there'll be a lot of reaction to that, a lot of praise probably for Steven Gerrard and his tactics, and can they continue it into the weekend, in which is another crucial game in the Scottish Cup. Another side of the city is down to Celtic tonight. Can they complete the job? A fairly decent result last week in Copenhagen. Probably Neil Lennon would have thought they could have got out there with a victory. 1-1 isn't a disaster and it's still all to play for tonight. Yeah, what a difference a few days makes, Gordon. Um, Rangers come in for a lot of criticism uh, at the weekend and then obviously um, got a great result last night. So interesting to hear what the callers say tonight. Yes, so 1419511025 That's the number you need to get in touch tonight You can tweet us at Clyde SSB as well So part one is done Rangers fans, get in touch What did you make of it last night? Sum up that achievement And who are you hoping for in tomorrow's draw? 01419511025 And we are on Twitter like I say Celtic fans building up to the big game tonight Who should play? Who should form part of your starting 11? How confident are you? You go and get the point in Denmark last week um, Well, that's no, not a point Get the draw, I should say, in Denmark last week How confident are you of completing the job tonight? Let us know on the phones Let's go to Alison Conroy She's at Celtic Park for an early preview Yes, Gordon, Celtic, of course, looking to complete the job against Copenhagen tonight and join Rangers in that draw tomorrow. Scott Brown, James Forrest, they're both back. Olivia Cham still injured. Remember, Ryan Christie suspended after that booking in Denmark a week ago. Neil Lennon says he's quietly confident. They do have that vital away goal. Remember, the tie is poised at one all, and the manager wants them to replicate the first-half performance in Copenhagen last week. He says if they can do that, they should have a chance of getting through. As for the formation, that's a big question. He was asked whether he'll stick with his favoured 3-5-2 tonight. Um, He said a possibility. Possibly that's what he'll do. He didn't want to give it away, but I think from his demeanour, I would suggest that he's probably going to stick with that 3-5-2. Copenhagen, of course, they've been on the charm offensive already, tweeting last night about Celtic's impressive stadium and how much they're looking forward to being here tonight. I should have the team news in about 25 minutes. Celtic fans get in touch Let us know how confident you are Who should play tonight And Mark Wilson Celtic need to get the job done Mm. But the prospect of two teams In the last 16 of the Europa League Is incredible Rangers are already there Hopefully Celtic join them Yeah unbelievable Their game's taken a a kicking For a number of years Um, You know there's always Somebody ready to put down Your domestic league And say it's You know it's not good enough But when you get to this stage And it's Europa League Okay it's not Champions League But there's still good teams in there That Braga team That Rangers faced last night May have not performed That well last night But for 60 minutes at Ibrox They were outstanding You know games against Wolves You know Benfica You know Sporting Lisbon Porto Outstanding You know uh, 
a, a real good European side And Rangers have taken care of him Celtic have got the chance to do it tonight In Copenhagen And it just gives us the lift we need There's so much interest You look at the teams who could potentially be in that next round And Rangers already there I mean you could have a glamour tie against a, a, you know, an English side That would be you know, great and Or you could get an easier tie And then you'd start looking at the possibilities can we actually go all the way here? That's what the Rangers players will be thinking. Equally, the Celtic players tonight, if they get through, you know, as the managers will come out and say the party line, one game at a time in this tournament. But when you get to the last 16, you're automatically thinking, how far can we actually go in this tournament? And the fans, I'm sure some of the fans will be thinking the same thing. And that's the reality for these Rangers fans now, Gordon. They can sit back and relax tonight, enjoyed their evening last night, no doubt. And by the time tomorrow comes around, they'll be looking, will it be... Man United Would it be Arsenal Would it be Inter Milan And, and various options there Each um, Exciting in its own way And I do Dare to say If Celtic go through Could it be Celtic <laughs> Which would be really interesting But that's the That's brilliant of The fact that Rangers Their business is done Celtic tonight I fancy Celtic to win that one And get through And the excitement tomorrow Sitting there waiting for a draw To see who you do get Because it is down to the series stuff Last 16 And uh, I think every fan of Rangers And hopefully Celtic tonight Will be desperate to see who they they get And it keeps excitement going It keeps everything ticking along Very nicely Especially in Europe And uh, it's great to to see Gordon It really is Stephen Gerrard says his players were outstanding They carried the game plan out to perfection He also was full of praise for the likes of Conor Goldson And George Edmondson Who he called faultless yeah, very happy. You know, the players have had to put in maximum effort to get the job done tonight. We've played against a very high-class opposition, very dangerous opponents, who are in probably the best form they've been in for some time. They've got a real bright, young coach who knows what he's doing. You know, to top a group in the Europa League and be the highest scorers. Um, they certainly know what they're doing here So the players have been outstanding to a man over both games uh, To get the job done, I'm really proud of them The partnership of the two centre-backs tonight was faultless George was through in at the deep end But there's only one way to get European experience At some point a manager's got to trust you to go in Whatever the challenge is But he stepped up, he fancied it And he delivered uh, And I think he delivered with the help of Connor. I think Connor played like a captain tonight, like a leader Someone who's had a bit of a stick since the weekend Alongside the rest of us um, so to bounce back and post that type of performance, Connor was outstanding. And they were backed up by the two fullbacks on either side who were up against real dangerous top class operators. So you know, the back five were outstanding and they were shielded with three in front of them. So from a defensive point of view, uh, the game plan was delivered by them. So they deserve the credit for it. David's a Rangers fan from Cumbernault. He's first up tonight. Sum up how you were feeling when that full time whistle went last night, David. Well, it was absolutely fantastic, guys. I think you might remember, I phoned up and I said, I thought that we could come away with the Bragan rights uh, after a European match. I turned out it was right. Um, Ryan Kent goal was fantastic. You can see why Steven Gerrard had that faith in him to keep going and keep going. Um, but I think um, Hadji has been a, a godsend as well. He's been absolutely fantastic. We really need to look into getting him. Um, but what I was wanting to talk about was Do you think maybe we're seeing the real Rangers In Europe where they're not feeling the, the pressure As much as they feel in the league And they have a little bit more freedom to express themselves in Europe Rather than they do in the league Well I think, I think uh, David um, Like most Rangers fans like yourself Are wondering where is this Rangers week in week out Because in Europe they've been absolutely terrific 
Uh, I said last week um, at the home game I fancied Rangers because there's something about European nights for them just now. They're playing very well. I thought their performance last night was incredible, Gordon. At no time was I sitting there watching that game thinking Rangers could put themselves under pressure. They were in total control of the game and they were very unlucky not to run out more than just one. Uh, but they've got to take that into... Saturday night at Tyne Castle They've then got to carry that on into their league campaign But I think David's right I think they look like a team that play in Europe And it's like, we've no pressure here whatsoever And yet when they get into the league campaign They seem to have the world on their shoulders What is it about pressure, Mark, or is it about style? Because you, yeah, you kept I, seeing the stats in the television last night Braga had most of the ball Had two or three times the amount of passes Rangers did Yet as Gordon says, Rangers... Controlled the game If that mm. makes sense Because it's a completely different style And it looks like it's one that suits Rangers I think it was down to style I think when Rangers in Europe It's been seen this year especially and, and none more so than last night That when you sit in And you're solid enough And you, you don't give up any gaps I think Steven Gerrard bang on About his full backs and his centre halves And the three in front Sat and protected Were in no rush to take the game to Braga But when they got the opportunity They exploited it And they played in behind and they got so many other chances from that. When they are domestically, uh, when they're at home domestically, or even at St. Johnson away, the onus is always on them to go and break teams down. And I think they've struggled at certain stages of that. And then teams kind of do it on what Rangers did to Braga last night. They wait for that opportunity. They get the ball forward, like the first St. Johnson goal. It's a hopeful ball forward. The Rangers centre-halves make a mess yet. Before you know it, it's a goal because Rangers are so open. I think last night just suited Rangers down to the ground. And I, I don't think he, he could get away with playing like that though at home. That's the thing. You know, here in this country, Rangers are expected to go out and run over the top of teams, which you should do with our players. But last night in Europe, I thought that suited Rangers down to the ground and they played it perfectly. Have you got any early wishes for who to get in the next round, David? Or are you going to wait and find out who goes through tonight? Drumming two minds. Um, I, I, I either want to see the, the first international old firm or I, I think we could I really would like to get an English team and show show the people down in England the naysayers that our, our league is up to something and we do have two great teams in Europe right now if I if I was a manager and hopefully Celtic will join Rangers tonight for, uh, for our Scottish League if I was a manager of Rangers or Celtic I'd be hoping for the easiest team in the draw really? yeah no glamour? no no because you're down to the last 16 you're now into the serious part of the competition. And if you can get through that, all of a sudden, you, the, eye, the eyes are on the prize. You're thinking, hey, hold on, we can do something here. So as much as I think for supporters to get, say for instance, as David said, we've got a Manchester United or a Wolves or whatever it may be, they've still have a lot of work to do. But you just, I, for I personally think, if you've worked so hard to get out of the group stages, Nobody expected to win last night and get through against Braga, I don't think, apart from a, a lot of Rangers supporters. And you get to that last 16 and you get a draw that can get you in to the next route. I think you start really wondering, can we get there? I think that's obviously true, Mark, but people would probably say that when you get to the last 16, there are no weak teams left anyway. And therefore, are you as well getting one that's got a bit of, a bit of history, a bit of glamour, a bit of reputation attached yeah. to it? If two teams are... There or thereabouts Level wise You might as well get The one I that's going to get Everyone's imagination I, I think going. if you ask the players 
deal You've gone for the excitement I, I think the players would come out and say Oh we want Well they were saying at the last round I want a man you I want a, a big team I think the players would relish a tie against Wolves I know they're 1-0 down just now But they're 4-1 up in aggregate You look at Wolves against Braga You know if Rangers had to pull them in the hat tomorrow You'd have to say Rangers would Would be confident you know, looking at the results that they got against Braga, I know it would be a different game, but the excitement that would generate, you know, it would be great for our game. So I think the players would would rather a glamour tie than a than an easier one. Thanks to David and Cumbernauld for kicking us off tonight. Stephen Gerrard says Ryan Kent answered his critics with his goal against Braga. He's dismissed the recent criticism aimed at the winger and says he is a top player. Ryan's a player for us that um, we need that level of contribution from him. There's been a lot of opinions of, of Ryan of late. What type of forms he in and blah blah blah. But tonight he's delivered a, a real big moment. He could have had two. I think he'd be slightly disappointed with the big chance he had uh, in the first half. But look, I'm extremely happy with him because you know I don't just judge Ryan on just the numbers in his game. I judge him on what's he doing for the team in possession, out of possession. People don't really give him the credit he deserves in terms of the amount of running he does. But tonight he's came big for the team and he scored the important goal. Um, and hopefully that'll do. His confidence, the, the world are good because there is going to be times where everyone's not happy with him um, and it's a little bit up and down for him, but that's part and parcel of being a footballer at a, at a top club. But, you know, some of the opinions I've been reading of late uh, ludicrous on Ryan Kemp because he's a top player in my opinion. You were a very harsh critic of him at yeah. the weekend, Gordon. Are you going to hold your hands up and, and apologise and praise him for the good job he did last night? I will certainly praise him for his game last night, Gordon. Of that, there's no doubt. And I think he deserves all the praise uh, that's going about. Um, his goal was fantastic for me, uh, getting a great area, cool finish. I still don't agree that he's a top player. I think top players have got to produce it week in, week out. Up until last night, not just myself, but Rangers fans included on this show was talking about maybe it's time to bring Ryan Kent out and give him a rest, you know, just take him out the firing line. To be fair to the manager, no credit to him, he decided to stick by him. And he got the reward, he produced the goods And well done to the boy But for me he's got to For to be a top player you do week in week out Andy in West Lothian, what did you make of it? Hello, I was delighted over the moon um, I feel that uh, Stevie G got it right last night um, Taking Gratich out the, out the team Because uh, the big laddie's been a bomb scare of late Sam and Goldson But I think maybe the reason Goldson's not been playing too hot Is he's not had confidence and he's a sidekick as in Katic. And I thought the two of them, uh, what do you call them, Edmondson and um, Bolson, were absolutely outstanding last night. Um, so, DBG got it right. And I, I disagree with, with um, Gordon. Um, I think Brian Kent is a top player. For Gordon to say that he's not a top player, he is a top player. But his confidence is just short at the moment. And hopefully this goal that he scored last night will, will lift his confidence and we'll all see a top player again. Yeah, Mark, one of the big calls was obviously in defence. Everyone knows Nikola Katic had a difficult afternoon. But it still can't have been easy to go and pitch in a guy that you signed from Oldham and hasn't really played much football uh, at that level. Stephen yeah. Gerrard did it and it clearly paid off. Yeah, it was a big call from the manager. Um, it would have been a tough one. Pretty sure after... Sunday's game It would have been one That kept him up at night Knowing that this game How important it was And how quickly it was coming It was obviously The right decision I mean I think He had to make it 
how bad Katic played and we've all been there and had games like that where you can't do anything right and he's cost a couple of goals I think that would have still been in Katic's mind and Steven Gerrard realised that quickly and he made the call and it's paid off because Goldson and Edmondson look solid apart from that first minute or something where there was a slip and there was almost an opportunity apart from that they dealt with everything fine and huge credit must go to the guys in front of them also because any chance that Braga had if you call it chances were all through crosses through wide areas or deeper nothing cut open nothing down the sides of them and Goldson and Edmondson dealt with that fine so you know Credit goes to the manager Credit goes to Edmondson Because coming in at that level When you've not played a lot of football Is very very difficult mentally But physically as well And he did well last night And Andy makes a good point about Conor Goldson Gordon The focus mm. will mostly go on the fact that You know Katic went out And Edmondson came in But the transformation in Conor Goldson From some of the previous domestic games To last night Does that show why Steven Gerrard Perseveres with him so much? Um, you've got to say he had a, a, a very good game Gordon I don't think Rangers had a failure in the team last night You know you look at the league campaign You can pick bones You know we've got callers on here Tavernier's this And you know I wouldn't play so and so And Aribo And uh, what, what, Kent's off of for him And when Morelis was playing Hasn't scored I just thought Rangers as a team last night Got it bang on Every single one of them they produced the goods, they got the result, it's a great result, gets them into the last 16, the two centre-halves played their part. As I said, Gordon, to go away from home, especially after watching Braga at Ibrox, you thought, that's a real quality team that will create a lot of chances against Rangers in their, their home turf. I thought Rangers were, tactically were brilliant last night. What about the draw, Andy? Hey, well, I would take anyone bar Celtic. Uh, I'd love to take Celtic in the, uh, the final. Uh, I think that would be uh, the greatest thing that could ever happen. Rangers Celtic European Cup final. What a night that would be with a no boys. Can you imagine? Oh, imagine oh, you wow. two let loose in Gdansk. Oh, Clyde oh, one super wow. scoreboard live from Gdansk with yeah, Gordon Diel. Yeah. We may get a wee and Mark Wilson. Yeah. That'd be great fun. That'd be nice. That would be nice. That would be nice and on the cake. Me hobbling about. That'd be great. <laughs> You two abroad is not something I, this, <laughs> I don't even know what the weather's like in Gdansk in May But he'd be sunburnt for yeah. sure he's, Guaranteed He's sunburnt, he's sunburnt, in sunburnt here exactly. the And I don't know what you'd be up to So um, Andy says that would be the greatest thing ever to happen I'll, I'll reserve my judgement on that <laughs> until later on Thank you Andy and West Lothian We're about to hear from Neil Lennon Rangers are through Can Celtic join them? Give us your thoughts on the line And we'll hear from the Celtic manager After the travel with Stephen Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson here on a huge night of European football in Glasgow. It was a huge night last night as well. Rangers doing the business in Portugal. You can get us on Twitter as well. Remember, Roscoe is on. Roscoe says Rangers at the minute are performing in a disjointed fashion. The real Rangers are the team that's played Celtic off the park twice and scalped European big hitters. When it comes together consistently, Rangers will reign supreme. Says Roscoe And Caroline McGill says In Europe teams aren't sitting 11 men in defence Teams are playing to win That's the difference between the league and Europe It allows Rangers to actually play football Says Caroline What about Celtic tonight then? Big task Certainly doable with a positive result from the first leg Let's get the thoughts heading into that one of Neil Lennon We've come up short at this round The last couple of years We want to better that If we can And we're at home We've got to 
amazing support. Support on Sunday against Kilmarnock when we'll go down. We're fantastic and we're going to need all of that. It's going to be a big European leg and, and one to see over, hopefully. It just gives us another opportunity to go further in the tournament, which is what we want to do. We want to play against you know some of the best teams in Europe and there's still some quality sides in this competition. So... And it builds a bit of momentum, builds confidence, you know. And I'm not getting carried away because we have a very difficult game to overcome first, so we'll we'll deal with that afterwards. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Give us your thoughts ahead of Celtic Copenhagen. Ken is a Celtic fan from Canvas Lang. How confident are you, Ken, of doing the business tonight? Oh, I'm quite confident tonight. I'm quite confident. I mean, I know Copenhagen surprises in the second half of the of that last game. Uh, we a totally different team from what played in the first half. But I'm sure Neil and the backroom boys will have studied that second half very carefully and gone through it piece by piece so that it won't get caught with that again. You know, so let me put it to the guys. Do you two fancy Celtic to do it tonight? Yeah, yeah. Uh I thought that they missed a trick in the first leg. I thought they were in total control. Um Edward passes up a few chances and then gets a wonderful goal. But they dominated the first half. I don't know what happened at halftime. Uh, it was totally the opposite. Um, Copenhagen played very well. That would give them a bit of confidence. But I just think in front of a packed house tonight, um, with the two up top, and I do think they will go with the two up top, I think they'll be very attack-minded. Edward and Griffiths, I think they'll have too much. I thought last week Celtic probably created their own problems to a certain extent. Uh, I thought they always looked in control of the game. Um they maybe needed that second goal just to just to kill it off a bit. But I even thought in the first half there was there was bits that were sloppy, you know, after the back line, giving the ball away and you know, you let Coben Hagen have a wee sniff of chances that I didn't think they would they would uh, amount to anything. Second half was the same. You even look at the goal, you know, the ball into Cham who who tries something he probably shouldn't have. And when you look at that, Celtic just encouraged Copenhagen onto them. I think if they cut out that tonight They've certainly got the players going forward that can put the tie out of reach early. I think it'll be a 3-5-2 tonight. I think it will go with two and Forrest off one wing and try and kill the game off as early as possible. But look, if you invite Copenhagen forward, you've seen the second half, they will cross the ball into your box at any opportunity and then you're relying on your defenders to defend um, for long periods and that's not what Celtic want to do this evening. Right, Ken, you're the gaffer. There's no Christie. He's suspended. There's no Olivier and Cham. Who goes in there? Is it Tom Rogic? Is it near Beaton? Is it someone else that you've got up your sleeve? Well, I would do about a, a, a 4 4 2 with Frimpong, Ayer, Julian, and Hayes in the back four with Forrest, Rogic, Brown, and McGregor in the midfield and the front two of Edward and Griffiths. Because I think Edward just loves playing with Griffiths and they need the goals and these two have been good up front. And, you know, Forrest and McGregor, they'll get balls into them, no problem. Uh, Ken uh, Everybody's entitled To their opinion I'll be amazed If that's uh, Formation tonight I think It won't go- be far Won't be far off Personnel wise though, Will it um, Well I think That he'll, he's Two wing backs Will be Forrest And Taylor So you don't think Frimpong will play Unfortunately not And I will be having A word with Neil The next time I speak Taylor's fitness Is he back Trying to remember Off yep. the top of my head yep. Yeah yep. Yep. So yeah, I, yeah. I think I think that Forrest and Taylor Will be two wing backs um, I think that Brown and McGregor will be the two Rogic will play and uh, just off Edward and Griffiths and 
Mark my words in this We don't need Alison to tell us a team I'm telling you now <laughs> but The thing is though Every single Europa League night We've done this You've got it wrong <laughs> right, So eventually right, okay. you'll get one right and No 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 eventually That's on the money Mark. So Ken It was a good effort 4-4-2 in Hampton Listen I'm going to tend to agree with him I think I think, <laughs> yes. I think that might be the team He may have cracked it for For uh, one week what is it only. they say about a broken clock etc yeah, you know yeah, the rest yeah. of the phrase so we'll see shortly enough but I mean going back to it Celtic have certainly got plenty going forward to score goals tonight it's just about cutting out that slackness that encourages Copenhagen onto them and, and they, like I say you're relying on your big guys you know heading things out your box and your midfielders picking up second balls cut all that out playing the front foot uh, and grab a couple of goals early And make it as easy a night as possible But European nights at Celtic Park Never seen that simple What are you thinking? What else is on your mind? I'm just hoping that It's a good game that we get through And in the draw tomorrow Man United Oh, oh you're gone Do you know what? I How good th- would that be If one of them got Man United? I've got to say right See the now And Mark will probably disagree If you're going to get one of the English teams I would probably take Man United over Wolves I think Man United are all over the place just now Their forums sometimes are absolutely woeful Wolves are a terrific attacking football team with bags of pace And also don't have the same glamour I don't think that's unfair to say that, you know. Mm. So, so you'd be you'd be as well ticking nah. that box as well, would you not? I'd take Wolves As in the team Huh? As in a team like say play in the next it, round I, 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 would would t- I would take Man U I think Man U United with the manager I've got Are all over the place I really do I think they're inconsistent I mean they are above Wolves In the table though I'm sure you've not Yeah yeah But I just think that, that Wolves Wolves are attacking power And the pace And everything they've got about them Man U's get one or two You can score against Man U Quite easily I think I think good teams can score against right, Man U You can against Wolves Ah, he can score, but not as much. But I can score Man three against Will, them. Wills have conceded more goals than Man U this season. Yeah, I'm just getting shot down the throat. <laughs> I, <just don't, laughs> I, I don't mind if it's like, an opinion. I like mauling you. There, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just seeing right. if you can back it up. That's right. right. I like mauling you. How's that? Right, Imagine Rangers fine. against Wills. Alex, oh, he would know. Oh, he would be oh, beside himself. Would, oh, yeah, inside track all the way there. He would be beside himself. Thank you to Ken in Canvas Lang. Let's speak to John in Cope Bridge. What are you thinking ahead of tonight, John? How you doing, Gordon? Mark? Hey, Mark, I've got a great to pick with you first, by the way. All right, OK. Yeah. On by you the go. way, your, your, um, your team done is out of 600 quid in Saturday. I was waiting two goals <laughs> in the game. Well, for Edinburgh. I was waiting two goals in the game for 400. So, just drop us a 10 for that, mate, and I'll, I'll still talk to you. Sorry, John. Anyway. Sorry, apologies. Please gamble responsibly. Mm. Which means don't go near breaking. Aye, aye. Don't touch breaking. Yeah. I was waiting goals in the game, too, so I was. John, no, are good for a couple of goals, know what I mean? John, okay. Anyway. John, they drew 0-0 on Saturday, right? What do you think the score was last night? Aye, that's what I'm saying. 0-0 as really well. Saturday, because my team had actually on Tuesday, I thought I'd it up, because it came up on Tuesday, and then I, I couldn't find the result. <laughs> and then it was, uh, I looked at it, I said, that game's tomorrow. So I tried to pull a fly wine with the bookies today, but they weren't having it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, t- he's tightened up at the back. He's gone oh. for a more Italian style. Oh, yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, John, you were about to ask some questions about tonight's team news, so hold it because Alison Conroy has the starting eleven for Celtic tonight. Well, Gordon told me that there was absolutely no point in me bringing him it because he was absolutely correct. Oh, no. I can tell him he's absolutely wrong. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. 
it'll be Forster in goal. Looks like a back four of Ayer, Simonovic, Julian and Taylor. Brown and McGregor sitting, then the three of Forrest, Rogic and Ilianusi with Odson Edward as the lone striker tonight. On the bench for Celtic, Bain, Beaton, Griffiths, Bio, Hayes, Bolingoli and Frimpong. No Lee Griffiths in the starting eleven tonight, Celtic fans. It's back to one up front and Ilianusi is back in the starting eleven. How surprised are you at that? 0141 951 Does that surprise you, John? Very surprised, Gordon. Very surprised. I was actually thinking, as I was talking to you earlier, if, if Brown, if Scott wasn't playing, I'd, I'd have played Beaton. But I, even maybe the night, even if Scott was playing, I'd have maybe as an insurance played Beaton just in front of the back three. But I, honestly, I, I don't know how late Neil's but went to Lee up front as well. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to gripe because the guys done, they've done great the last week. Well, but this this game tonight, by the way, as Mark said there, I heard them earlier on. Celtic let them back into the game last week and they're quite a dangerous team by the way I'm just hoping we don't take them too late you know what I mean but as I say El Yunusi hopefully will be up for it because that's him just coming back in guys you know what I mean but I, I don't understand Three Ryan Christie he's suspended isn't he yes mm-hmm. Aye, well, my, my big pal Tam Rogic he's the main man as you know <laughs> uh, big Tam's good <laughs> my big pal um <laughs> I think that certainly is quite a surprising team, Aye. isn't it? Whether, and that's not to say it's bad or anything like that. It's a surprise because you've got a few things there. You've got Ayr at right back. Uh-huh. You've got Noli Griffiths and you've got Ilyanusi in the starting. Is Griff- I take it Griffiths is on the, the pine. Alison, did you mention Lee Griffiths on the bench? Yeah, Griffiths on the bench. It's been beat on Griffiths, Bio, Hayes, Bolingoli and Frimpong on the bench. Yeah, did they go with the He went with that formation Against Copenhagen last week Didn't he? 4-2-3-1 Yeah Yeah, yeah but Griffiths right wasn't available Yeah yeah, but he's obviously Looked at that and thought How well they played And how well the uh, Formation suited And yeah I'm, I'm, I've got to say I'm surprised I thought at Celtic Park tonight He would go with the two up top um, But El Yanusi is a very good player He's got bags of width there Good pace in the flanks He'll be hoping that You know they can create For Edward up top um, I'm I, surprised at right back though You know we, We're being at home you know, you that, 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 that team Would have made more sense to me Across there With Ayer You know being more solid And defensive minded And then Frimpong at home Obviously Neil's got his His opinions on it Ayer does great at Pataudry He got up the park and scored the goal But there's no doubt Going forward Frimpong's The more attack minded And I think he's got A very good relationship With James Forrest In front of him so that's that's a strange one for me. Plenty of attacking options. The only thing you might still. look at as well, Mark, you know in the modern day game now, set plays is so important. They've got good height in that yeah, team. Yeah. You know, and if they get good quality in there it could cause problems. So I'm surprised, Gordon, but obviously Neil takes over from me. He picks a team. The other thing about El Yunusi, and I know you're a fan of him, Gordon, but apart from that Clyde game, which was obviously mm-hmm. a much changed side, it's his first start since the League Cup final Where he played And he wasn't fit And he came off at half time He's not started a game since And he starts tonight Does I, that side of it surprise you? I know you think he's a good player I think yeah, most, most people do um, But you know, he's not been starting games recently Well I think Neil's gone And thinking right Okay that's a That's a formation We need with Because Copenhagen Will probably come and sit in And try and hit Celtic In the counter They'll make it very difficult So Celtic will try and make the pitch As big as they possibly can With Forrest in one wing El Yunus in another Bags of pace here Very direct I can understand it 
he might look at Elianus and think, you know, we could get 65, 70 minutes out of him. They've got the, the, the luxury there of bringing on a Griffiths. He can change the system. Yeah, I can understand, but I just thought that tonight, especially Celtic Park, Griffiths would have been in. Mark, as well as Greg Taylor left back, mm. as, as we mentioned, what, what surprises you most, if you like? Is it certain personnel or is it the shape? What, what, what's the sort of standout surprise um, for you? Um... Well, you can you can divide that into two. I thought he would have went three five two. You know, he gives himself a, a chance with a height like Gordon saying. You've got your three centre halves in there, and you've got Griffiths up front. Who him and Edward have looked great together. Um, so that surprised me, especially with Griffiths. You know, he scores a tap in the weekend. Still a goal, still a confidence booster for him. So that surprises him. But even when he, he reverts back to the the four again, no frimpong. You know who's an out and out right back. You know preferring to play a centre half there. It's a makeshift. You know Celtic. I I expect Celtic to have a lot of the ball tonight. These European nights sometimes never go to plan that way. But I expect them to have a lot of the ball tonight. And I would have thought that Frimpong would have been more comfortable in possession than I or sometimes look at. Uh, uh, right you think back. so? Is it, I, I love Pong I really do. But I think Ayer is very good in the ball, and he, he you know, his his energy he got up there. Oh, he's well. different, but he's different on the ball at centre half than he is at right back. Remember, yeah. at right back, you've got nothing to the right of you. There's, there's well, a stand to the right of you yeah. when you're playing the centre. You've got a pass to your right back, your right mid, your left, or your centre. Mm-hmm. So I think Ayer looks uncomfortable in the ball at right back. Any chance it is actually a th- a three five two with El Yunusi up front? Uh, oh, there's a oh. shout, Gordon. There's a shout. No. Has he has he played much there? No, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I don't necessarily believe I, it. I'm just floating the idea because I tell you what, actually, it's, it's not a no, million miles off. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did they not play that system? Yeah, with Lazio. Yeah, he played and Elliot was up front with Edward, with Hayes off one side, because you know, could, and Forrest off the other side. So he did. Back, Gordon, back, right, yeah. back three: Ayer, Simunovic, Julian, mm-hmm. Forrest, and Taylor wing backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McGregor, Brown, Rogic Elianusi played off Edward I'm sure that night But if that if that is the case I'm wondering then Why If if he's going to play 3-5-2 Does not play Griffiths Play Gri- yeah. Griffiths yeah. And, and Edwards Had a okay. terrific partnership Right Celtic fans What do you make of that Starting 11 No Lee Griffiths Elianusi starts It could well be A Four at the back rather than the three-five-two that many of you were hoping for. So, what do you make of it? And Rangers fans, please keep your reaction coming into last night. How good was it? And who do you want in tomorrow's draw? Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. Very disturbing travel. Nothing to do with Stephen. He was great. Gordon DL seemed to. I, I don't know what that was. He took it upon himself. There was Doing actions, actions like, a, a dance moves to the travel. Don't ever do that again. It was a good one. Not to put Stephen off. It was very it was bizarre. The ultimate professional. Was, Stephen yeah, he kept his composure. It was. Yeah, I didn't like to see that. Anyway, oh one four one nine five one one two five in the phones at Clyde SSP and Twitter. We're reacting to that Celtic team. We're building up to the game in the East End of Glasgow, and of course, reflecting on a massive win. For Rangers last night Getting the business done In Portugal Home and away Victories against Braga Through to the next round And looking forward to that draw Tomorrow Let's take another call On that Celtic team though John Paul Is from Fault House What do you make of it John Paul? Evening Mark Gordon Gordon Hi John Paul um, I, I'm actually a, a little bit gutted um, Not a hype The team he's put out uh, I mean, I'd love to have seen him with the 3-5-2, with Griffiths, Edwards, you know, I think the two of them be working so good together. I think Edward coming short, I mean, Griffiths have got a good understanding together. I just think that Lennon maybe have missed a trick tonight. You know, I always say, 
has been charming about he's came in and done alright, but I just think he should have just went to the 3 5 2. You've got Ayer, Simunovic, and Julian, who's all natural centre half. He's putting Ayer out, putting him in a position where he's no, he isn't a right back. I understand that he can play right back, but he's, I just think he's missed a trick at home with the crowd and, and a chance to let Copenhagen take the game to them. Uh, I wish he'd done it, but I still, I still be confident in us getting through. You make a lot of good points, John Paul, particularly regarding Ayer. What do you think then of something that we mentioned just before the travel? Is there a possibility that it actually is just a three-five-two, but El Yunusi plays up alongside Edward rather than Griffiths? I don't, I don't think so. I, I think he's taking a wee bit precautionary and, and making it the, the four-two-three-one. I think he'll go the four-two-three-one way. Set up, try and help out the ball, move the ball on the back, make Copenhagen work. But I would rather the way Celtic has been going, free the back there to get the day, to get the ball, to pop in uh, above into McGregor. He popped the back, pop in uh, up front to play off each other. But I do think it's a four-two-three-one. Maybe he's like, maybe he's looking at. Uh, he he's obviously looked at Copenhagen. He's seen them in the first leg. He would have studied videos of them as well in their league performances. Maybe he's seen a weakness in the right side of their team. And maybe he's looking for pace I don't think Celtic really got much joy Down that left hand side Away in Copenhagen I thought Christie did a wee bit better the other side But Maybe Neil Lennon thinks There's an opportunity there And we need somebody with pace Who's direct And who is that guy It's El Yanusi. You know you've got Taylor Who will overlap him All day if it is a four And maybe he's thinking that way To get width into the game You know get more crosses into the box Maybe that's the way he's thinking So The, the one thing's for sure is If it isn't working then he's got a bench with a couple of guys who can come on and replace the guys who uh, it's not working for, or he can just change that shape and it's back to a three-five-two with two up front. You know, it's that adaptable. So that's the one positive thing Neil's got up his sleeve. Happy enough with the midfield, John Paul. No, Christy or in Chan, they're not available. Confident enough, you've got the depth in there. Ah, oh, I am. Yeah, I, I also Brown being back is massive for for Celtic as a whole. I think we, I think we perform better with him. I think. Um, the stature of him I've been on this show and spoken before I think players are going to boot him thrive off him big nights like this especially he can get you through if a, if a teammate's maybe bad him McGregor can carry uh, teammates you don't need to worry about McGregor he's always tightening the ball hardly ever losses the ball I'm, I'm very confident to go forward uh, I don't think Elinus is coming in as, as makes us worse in a way I'm just I would just rather see him the two up top obviously I do get Elinus has got Points where they can they can go by boys, they can come in and play. He can also come in and play, but uh, I'm more than happy with going uh, front to back. I just hope we're a wee bit more tight defensively, and I have I have no as much of a bomb scare as it has been, but I, I do fancy the night. John Paul and Faltos, we thank you very much for your thoughts. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's hear a bit from Yanis Hadji. He says Rangers will fear no one in the next round. He also says teams will now be wary of what Rangers can do. We just have to wait to see the next uh, opponent. Uh, for sure, for sure, we're not afraid of any other team in this competition. Uh, so, uh, there are two games. We just have to be really intelligent and try to play uh, really two great games as we played uh, with Braga. We'll see what happens. Do you think other teams will fear Rangers given how you've played against Braga? I think everybody knows the mentality of this club and how huge it is. And... Uh, for sure, they'll have a, a tough time with us. Tactically, defensively, offensively, we played really good. And what, what we planned, we just executed it in the field. Andrew is a Rangers fan from Lindsay. What's in your mind tonight, Andrew? How you doing, guys? You all right? Not too bad. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, it's just about um, Rangers. Um, obviously, I'm overwhelmed with the performance of the team last night. 
and even the, the players can even be proud of their performance. Everyone to a man was on top of their game. Um, and Gerard and I think Gerard and his staff have found a good way to play in Europe against top sides. But I think going forward, um, we need to find a solution domestically. Um, we've implemented like our European formation, which is like a four-three-two-one narrow, um, to domestic football, and I don't think it's been working since the turn of the year. Um, how, how much of that is down to an opposition that? That maybe sits a bit deeper I mean You had the polar opposite Last night Andrew You came up against a team Which could not have been higher If they tried I wonder how much That's got to do with it Rather than You know Anything internally From a Rangers perspective No that's it That's it like In Europe like team, Teams will play higher up the park They'll look to pressure They'll be confident Especially at home But like When you're playing teams um, Domestically Not including Celtic Like um, They've just got to sit in And soak up some pressure And keep it tight and they'll try and hit in the counter attack. So like, I think um, I think even Gary Holt at Livingston, um, he didn't play with any wingers against us a couple of weeks ago, um, and it was intentional as well. Um, basically, he allowed us to have um, our fullbacks on the ball and keep it tight in the middle. Like that's our game plan. Like it stops us from playing. It's too tight for like small intricate passes most of the time. And I think we need to play our strengths a bit more uh, and find a solution. And I actually think that solution is um, Anis Hadji being moved to the lone number 10 position. Um, like he, he doesn't have the pace to be an inside forward or an inside winger. Like in my opinion, he's one of the most gifted players I've seen um, live. Um, I, I even raved about him to my workmates last summer. Watched him play as a 10 for Romania under-21s. I just think he's got incredible talent and I think it's waiting to be unleashed. Yeah, Gordon, you know you've done quite well when everyone who watched you is impressed with the performance and not bothered so much about the penalty you missed because they got over it Rangers got through and he showed some nice touches and obviously a, a very important pass through to Ryan Kent for the goal yeah you just wonder who's next on the penalties for Rangers are be interesting you uh, yeah uh, I would score them um, I thought the the lad since he's come in he's uh, played very well for Rangers I agree with that I agree with Andrews I, I, I looked at Braga last night and I could not believe they played right any Rangers hand the high line they played was incredible And it suited Rangers down to a tee Bags of space Bags of pace in behind Kent, Kent's goal was typical Great pass from, from Hadji What a ball that was you've got to say And Kent threw And with the pace he's got Good finish as well I think Braga played in his hand Domestically Andrew When I've been at Ibrox Many a time sitting there You know what's happening The opposition come out Unless it's Celtic Opposition yeah. come Everybody behind the ball And say to Rangers Break us down If they don't do it In the first 20-25 minutes There's a few groans From the, the, the stands Gordon A few of the Rangers yeah. supporters Get agitated It spills onto the pitch And I think the players feel it So They have to find Another solution Another system I totally agree I think Hadji's As Andrew says He's not got the greatest pace In the world But he's got a terrific Football brain he knows a pass He can see a runner He can hit that killing pass It just takes defenders out Out the game So I, If I was Steven Gerrard I'd be looking at something like that Yeah We're a bit late for the news Andrew But very quickly before we let you go You get a glamour tie in the next round You've got a penalty in the last minute to go through Who takes it? Hadji Wee's left it Change feet. <laughs> good one. Because in fact, did they not take the free kick a free yeah. moments kick before it with the left, and then hit the penalty with Amazing. his right? Yeah. It was a good save yeah. as well, wasn't it? Uh, Tavernier should be on the penalty kick. There you go. 
Alright, okay Well that's a debate for another day I would imagine Thank you very much Andrew in Lindsay And I think that takes us up nicely to this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Saw a real dark side to Gordon DL on Tuesdays Beat the Pundit Because he usually saves all his nonsense for a Thursday when you're here Yeah The evening Tuesday alongside Roger His Mr Sensible He was giving it all that ah, I came up, hang up and winding the, the collar oh, up He was, he was oh, misbehaving Matt, Matt, on my defence Jimmy or James, whatever you want to call him Come on the phone The first thing he says was I've already beat DL, right? So he really got my back up And I thought I'm bringing my game to this James, Jimmy was sent away We're taking the ball back off him It was classless So 1419511025 Call us before 7 o'clock If you want to play Beat the Pundit tonight Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The form team for compensation For more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson here On a huge night of European football Right here in Glasgow Copenhagen The visitors to Celtic Park This of course Just over 24 hours after Rangers went to Braga Beat them away As they did at home And progressed to the next round So plenty of reflection To come on that one Plenty more in way of a preview for the one tonight as well So keep the calls coming in on 01419511025 And we will do this first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football It is Beat the Pundit time Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale both ready One of them though Will be taking on Dave from Glenrothes How are you tonight Dave? I'm good thanks Are you feeling confident Are you one of these guys That just sits there all week Waits till a Thursday night to phone Because you know that these two Are prone to bouts of madness As long as it's not Mr Hanna We'll be good <laughs> There we go He's definitely not here No no. Mr Hanna's nowhere to be seen I must admit I don't have my trusty coin on me Who's going to give me a coin <laughs> Fat chance oh, for you two well, I'm short sure. in a minute Gordon Sorry <laughs> you And you're not getting off him No I've not got a coin <laughs> Seriously no, right, Dave, shout heads or tails. No, mate. that's not going to work. Shout heads or tails. So ridiculous. <laughs> the coin must be in here somewhere. Producer Andy's, he's stolen it for his lunch. I think there we go, have. like Andy's got there it. There we go. Oh, yeah, he keeps it for me in there sometimes. Who do you want to play? Hurry up, Andy. There we go. Celtic games kicking off in 55 minutes. Heads, it's Mark Wilson, and tails, it is Gordon DL. Dave, let's do it. And it's heads It's Mark Wilson Come on Dave Against Again. Dave I'm with you Come on Mushroom Let's go <laughs> Let's go Let's, let's go. do it Dave <laughs> Stick him away Right Dave I'm going to give Mark Something else to listen to And that way he can't hear your attempt You've got 30 seconds You're going head to head with Mark And you can pass Here's your chance okay. to beat the pundit You ready? Yes Let's do it <laughs> Who scored Rangers winning goal last night? Kent Which team of Celtic played four times in Europe this season? Cluj who scored an infamous winner for Scotland against Liechtenstein in 2010? Pass. Who does Lewis Morgan play for? Celtic. Who managed Everton immediately before David Moyes' first spell? Pass. Where did Barry Robson begin his playing career? Dundee United. How many countries has Aidan McGeady played club football in? Four. Okay, let's see what Mark can do in response. Mark, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, yeah, same yeah. set of questions to you. Are you ready? Yeah Okay Okay <laughs> Who scored Rangers winning goal last night? Ryan Kent Which team of Celtic played four times in Europe this season? Cluj Who scored an infamous winner for Scotland against Liechtenstein in 2010? Craig B <laughs> Who does Lewis Morgan play for? Inter Miami Who managed Everton immediately before David Moyes' first spell? 
Walter Smith Where did Barry Robson begin his playing career? Inverness Cali Thistle How many countries has Aidan McGeady played club football in? Four Okay Dave what do you think? I think he's beat me You think so? The mushroom on top. I think so, Dave. Good, good, good. I like your thinking. Let's find out. Who scored Rangers winning goal last night? Ryan Kent, a nice easy one to get you both up and running. You did both get on the board. Which team have Celtic played four times in Europe this season? It's Cluj. Champions League qualifiers and then Europa League group. You both got it. Two all. They scored an infamous winner for Scotland against Liechtenstein in 2010. Was it McManus? Stephen McManus. Oh, I was going to say him as well. Was it? Your Scotland knowledge is hopeless. I, know, I, I remember that. Oh, heard that 97th book. minute or something. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. I just thought Beats was relation to a show. That's why that would be in there. No. Mm. Tell me, Dave didn't get it. Dave didn't get it. Yes. Uh, who does Lewis Morgan play for? It's Inter Miami, which moves Mark Wilson. Oh, Dave. You're, just, you're a couple of months out on the Celtic yeah. show, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn Roth is down so far, Celtic mate. Dave, quite poor. Did you see Lewis Morgan's uh, picture with David Beckham brilliant. last night? Right. Yeah, unbelievable. So it's like when the players go to Brecon, they always get mm. a picture with the gaffer and say, "Here we go, yeah. fellow number 12s together." C- certainly won't <laughs> see <laughs> Dave's picture with him because he doesn't know where Beckham is. Who managed Everton <laughs> immediately before David Moyes' first spell? Was that a guess, Walter Smith? No, 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 no. It was, was Walter it right? Smith. Oh. Yes, brilliant. He's pulling away Dave I hate oh, to see yeah. it oh, Dave. I hate to Try see and it keep up Dave Where did <laughs> Barry Robson Begin his playing career And the thing is Dave You've got some decent mm. Barry Robson knowledge You knew he played For Dundee United But unfortunately Started at Inverness Started up north um, You both Failed the last one Aidan McGeady's played Scotland, Russia, England Three Three, three, com- three. three countries One, two, three, four Five for Mark And a two for you Dave and Glenn um, Rothis I'm Dave, afraid Dave you see me be getting answers After Gordon tells you I three Oh yeah I'll be watching the next day He listens the next day I'll get all the answers I'll get five in the morning At my work Good man Dave You're a good sport That was Dave England Rothis I wonder how many We'll get tomorrow That's the that's the thing about you I genuinely believe See the teasers that we give you Later in the show And we'll do one Aye. In about 15 minutes I think I could give you them The next day And you wouldn't get them Oh 100% oh, oh, Especially ones on Tuesday Ones on Tuesday are ridiculous <laughs> It's an easy one for you tonight uh, All good Not good Okay <laughs> Come on mushroom I love that See when the come on Come on mushroom I thought I'd, I thought I'd shoot that Tag off But Dave's oh. just, uh, uh, just Reignited it <laughs> Dave. 01419511025 Your chance to beat the pundit We'll be back tomorrow night At the same time Let's take another call Shall we Jerry Is a Celtic fan on the line Calling from Airdrie tonight Are you feeling Confident Jerry? 50 minutes till kick off Yeah fairly confident I think we'll put Two or three past them To be honest Very confident What about that team Are you happy with it? Um, I would like to see Griffiths play up front But I think What Lennon's done is he's, I think it's going to be a three-five-two. Well, you need to see up next to Edward, and then if he needs to change it, he can change the four-two-three-one without using one of his subs. That that is yeah, the thing. Yeah, it yeah. is very later on in the game. Yeah, it is very changeable, Mark. Yeah. And especially if you look at Celtic's bench, because there's no Cham, because there's no Christie, there's not really, there are not many options in there yeah. to, to, to change things. Yeah. So Jerry it's, makes it's a, fair a good point. point, Jerry, that you make. Um, the the three five two with Elianusi, I'm pretty sure he played that way at Lazio, and Elianusi was a, a surprise up there. Uh, the only it, thing that's and it worked. The only thing that's putting me off that idea to an extent is if you're going to play that formation, why are you not just playing Lee Griffiths? 
You're right, Gordon. Yeah. I agree, yeah, I agree I with you. Yeah. I, know. I mean, it might just be simple. As a four-two-three-one, uh, or what Jerry's saying there. If he fancies changing within the game without using a sub, see it's not going well for the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, because you know, if it was Griffiths, Griffiths, you couldn't do that. You, you couldn't, couldn't do move. that. Okay. Yeah, you can't move him elsewhere. You can't, you know, move him uh, to a different position. He's an out and out striker, so um, you know that might just be the answer. Very adaptable. You know, the players within that uh, shape, they could go se- uh, several formations. So interesting to see how he starts. The one thing for me, if it's four two three one, is I hear it right back. We keep going back to it. It's when you've got Frimpong there, who's so attack minded, who he played away from home as a right back. Which in half would you leave out then? If obviously, play, okay, that's fine. I, um, <laughs> you expected him not to have an answer yeah, for yeah, that. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's a four-two-three-one um, because I can't. I would never get the reasoning at home against Copenhagen when you're going to have probably a lot of chances. Griffiths and Edwards formed a terrific partnership. And then you put Elianusi up there because if it's not going right, he can change. I don't think Neil Lennon be thinking that way. I think it'll be four two three. How important is it to have Scott Brown back, Jerry? He was obviously a bit of a doubt at the early part of the week. Makes it tonight. Yeah, it's vitally important. He makes his tick, and then if one person happens to go a goal down, you need somebody like Bruni in the pitch to get the team going again. Um, and I think you've probably seen that was missing a wee bit to the start once um, we went a goal down at the weekend. It took Celtic about five ten minutes to actually get them get back into gear. To be honest, but Brown does that automatically with the team. Just um, to, what we do, especially in Europe. I was thinking back to last week, Jerry, as well, and Neil Lennon, the Celtic players, you and your your fellow Celtic fans will be hoping that he's not busy at all. We'll be hoping he's extremely quiet. But how encouraging is it to have Fraser Forster at this level? How important has he been in Europa League this season? Oh, phenomenal! Um, I. With as far as to see is the main thing that we need to do in the summer um, is to try and get him one way or the other as a permanent fixture at the club and get him away for Southampton if we can um, Yeah it's always the way isn't it Gordon that mm. Celtic in particular in recent seasons very dominant domestically so it's sometimes in Europe when you really see what the goalies are made of and I don't think you could fault his contribution, could you? No, not at all. And I totally agree with Jerry. I think that Celtic will be looking to tie him up. It just depends on wages and everything uh, brought into the package, Gordon. But I'm sure that uh, Fraser Foster's enjoying himself back at Celtic. Um, and he's so important, and especially in big nights like this, because it only takes one chance to give Copenhagen. And, you know, all of a sudden you're under a little bit of pressure, but you've got the knowledge that there's a top-class goalkeeper behind the defence, so um, I would be doing that business. I think he will be there. I don't think there's any doubt he'll be there next season. I think he's too important a player for Celtic to to not get the deal done. You know, OK, if he comes in and he's he's done all right and he's living off the memories he's times before, he's certainly not doing that. He's proven it all over again how good and how valuable he is, especially in this stage in the big games he always produces for Celtic to let him go or well go back to his parent club and not try to negotiate a deal would be absurd you know the fans would be outraged by it I mean everybody says you know getting a striker a a marquee signing 9-10 million well at the other end it's equally as important and they don't often get the credit or the wages that a a, a top number 9 will get but 
And these situations And these big games It could be the difference So why not splash out in cash If you know you've got a safe pair of hands Who's tried, trusted And knows the club inside out Something we've not mentioned yet Jerry. This will be the first time At Celtic Park We'll see VAR Is that something you are Excited about? Something that you're dreading? To be honest Something that I'm dreading Because the one decision we've had Went against us <laughs> Last true. week um, No no I, I think it makes the game To be honest With what you've seen down south Um and it caused too much controversy. I, I just don't like it. Yeah, but so it's a little bit different in Europe, isn't it? At least there, well, certainly last week with Ryan Christie's the referee used the pitch side monitor, mm-hmm. which we yeah. don't really see in English Premier League. He went over, and then well, last night was pretty straightforward. The, the Braga players, good, <laughs> good luck to them for for trying to argue that <laughs> it shouldn't have been a penalty, but it, it was a pretty sure. blatant handball. Had yeah. a bit bit of a check on it, um, and again. You know, that, that was quite straightforward No real controversy mm. So it is a bit different But this will be the first time We'll see it at Celtic I don't, Park do you, I, I don't know if Mark likes it I don't particularly like it But If it's going to grow on me Gordon The only way I'll get to like it is As you just pointed <clears> out there The referee's in control of that game Now if it's there to help him Get over to the monitor Gives you a couple of minutes Have a good look at it Then he's got to make the decision for me not down in England when the referees stand in the middle of the pitch and someone else makes a decision and he's refereeing the game. So I think VAR's got a lot of pluses, but it's got a lot of negatives. Tell me this, see, I'm going along tonight, so see if a VAR decision I can is already there. tell I'm not going to know the answer All to right. this, but carry I on. I was going to say, does it appear? Does it appear on the big screens at Celtic Park and down south while the referee's looking at the monitor? Does the replays appear so the crowd can see it? I think it will be on the big screens tonight, yes. Oh, well. You're excited now? I, I can't wait. <laughs> I hope there's a decision. So, because <laughs> how do we feel? And you were asking, there is a, there's a, an instruction manual, if you like it, a sheet for, for the guidance of how it's going to work in the Europa League. And I took a wee picture of it because I thought yeah. you might. And so I've just skimming through some, there's a bit at the bottom that says, what's the process, blah, blah, blah. And if you go down to the last bullet point, the on-field review process will be communicated within the stadium using the giant screens. Oh, yes. Do you know know something? I've I've got to take my hat off to you, Gordon Duncan, because we can throw anything at you. Always prepared. And you are prepared. You are ready for us. There are two ways of looking at it. You can be impressed or you can be worried that I am somehow on your wavelength. Yeah. Because that that is not a wavelength anyone should ever want to be on. No, I've got that. Listen, all credit where credit's due. That's a good question. I bet you're glad I asked the question after doing the research. Well, at at first I thought I'm not going to know the answer, but yeah, you you, you walked right into my trap. I guarantee others would be going along to the game tonight. Don't worry, I'm going out here, phone John Smith, and I'll have one for him next week. I'll kill him. And the good thing is I can just blame Because I am just reading off of a UEFA oh, He's come back in it no, He's come back in it You ever heard the phrase Don't shoot the messenger So yeah. see if you're going along tonight And you're really excited About seeing it in the big screen And it doesn't happen Don't blame me Blame that Blame <laughs> Cover no Blame people that phoning in the morning <laughs> You told you me Duncan You promised <laughs> Getting the popcorn out When the first Aye, time it goes on uh, Anyway thank you to Jerry and Airdrie Jerry enjoy the game tonight Give us a call back In the coming days And weeks and months And let us know What's on your mind then Let's hear a bit from someone that maybe some people didn't expect to see in a Rangers shirt last night, George Edmondson. He said beating Braga uh, made yesterday one of the best days of his life. He says Conor Goldson's been massive in helping him settle in at the club and also on the pitch last night as well. We spoke about it during the week, like <clears throat> how we're going to play. And uh, I thought our game plan, we nailed it to a team. 
and uh, that's exactly how we wanted the game to go. Just do the basics well. Um, do the basics well, you know, be confident and be solid. Connor's took me under his wing. He's been massive for me, you know. People don't probably notice the little things he does in games, you know, he proper coaches you through the game and he acts like a captain. And uh, no, he's really good for me and he improves me every day. You know, after the game, it was surreal. I thought somebody was going to wake me up. But uh, no, it was, it was class. One of the best days of my life. Huge moment for him. Mm. Does he now stay in the team? Is it as simple as that? We're just, we're just, just discussing that. What, 100%. Uh, I, think that, I think that's a no-brainer. I thought the two of them, well, not just the two of them, I thought the full team played really well, Gordon. But they two were exceptional. And um, I think there's certain starters in the Scottish Cup at Tynecastle. Yeah, they've got to be. I mean, you you come away for a European tie with a clean sheet and a comfortable clean sheet. You can't be changing things. You know, Katic had a spell out the team where he almost became better for no playing. A lot of Rangers fans on here get Katic in. And I, I still think he's got attributes. Free Katic, I believe, was the phrase on social media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of support for him. He's come in, he's done okay. But when you play that poorly and it costs your team on Sunday... And somebody comes in and does particularly well You've got to give Edmondson the opportunity now A run, a, a maybe three, four, even five games To get a feeling You know, if he can perform that way In a high pressure situation at Braga Surely after half a dozen games he, You would think he would improve uh, even more I think he took to social media this afternoon, Gordon To say something along the lines of Games like that are the reason that I came to Rangers And that's almost become a bit of a cliche when when players move to, to, to our big clubs, but it, but it is true. I mean, imagine playing at Oldham last mm-hmm. season. No disrespect to Oldham, but you then come up here and get pitched into a game which sees your side through to the last sixteen of the Europa League. That that's the selling point f- for Celtic and Rangers to yeah, these guys. You've got to hand it to a lad because he's waited. He's been patient, gone. He's waited his chance. Um, he's probably looked at the defence not just at the weekend, but. There's there's times even down at Kilmarnock He's thinking maybe after that goal With Brophy with the two centre-halves all over the place Well it may be an opportunity next week And up at St Johnson he doesn't get pitched in And then obviously a Rangers manager decides No, I've seen enough in training I'm not waiting for a game just to easy in On you go, put some in the big stage Well done to him Liam is a Celtic fan from Cumbernauld He wants to talk about Lee Griffiths And we're going to have that discussion next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon Diel is here. Mark Wilson is alongside him. I'm just going to do my best Stephen Mill impersonation. I've got some travel news for you. It's not often uh, I get this responsibility, but just to keep in mind, Emmy is now shut heading eastbound at the Clyde Tunnel exit. So around the Govan area, very busy. Could, of course, be affecting people heading eastbound towards Celtic Park. Police are diverting. People so please Take care Be safe And um, Be patient Because I know it can be frustrating At this mm-hmm. time of night But there we go M8 shut eastbound At the Clyde Tunnel exit um, Liam's on the line I'm going to get to him In just two seconds quickly Let's line up tonight's Full time teaser I don't even want any answers from you I'm just going to read the question <coughs> In light of Yanis Hadji's Missed penalty last night Can you name the last Seven players To score penalties for Rangers Name the last Seven players to score penalties for Rangers Leave it there Let's speak to Liam on the line Hi Liam Hi guys How are we doing alright? Not bad Liam What's on your mind tonight? Just I usually probably picked up on it um, Regarding the 3-5-2 formation mm-hmm. um, 
So I was looking at Sky Sports and obviously Gordon would be kind of weird if it was going to be a two, four, two, three, one. But so I looked at Sky Sports and obviously it's a, it's a three, five, two. I just don't really know the thinking behind. Obviously, why he's left out Lee Griffiths is there something we don't know about? Maybe he's picked up an arc or because um, I think I'm right in saying this is it when she's first kind of late uh, well, starts and it's really Clyde, uh, the Clyde. So. I don't know. I don't know if you can shed yeah. some light on it. Um, Let's not debate the, the formation too much because we've we've kind of mm-hmm. been round that, and we'll find out very soon. But specifically on Lee Griffiths, is there a chance that he's not fully fit? Because if so, he'd be pretty disappointed to be missing out, will he not? Well, of course he would be. Uh, I was actually thinking that Gordon. It may. I mean, he's be, on the bench though. Yeah, but how many times have you had players on the bench that? Are sort of a 80% fit And maybe Neil Lennon thinks Well I've got enough personnel To take care of the game If things aren't going well Then I've got the luxury To put Griffiths on For the last 20 minutes Or whatever If I need a goal So it'll be interesting To see after the game If Neil Lennon says No He was 100% fit It was a tactical change Or he may have just Picked up a little knock In training uh, we'll just have to wait and see, but I'm I'm with uh, is it Liam? I'm with Liam. I'm very surprised that Griffiths is not in the starting eleven. Elunusi is a good footballer, Mark. I don't uh, think anyone would doubt that. But I was just looking at his appearances of late. Now on the 10th of November, he went off injured against Motherwell towards the end mm-hmm. of the game. Okay, 10th of November. Fast forward a full month to the League Cup final, which yeah. he wasn't fit for, but he was rushed back. And he played a half 8th of December He was then out until the 9th of February When he he played against Clyde And then he's not started any of the three games since Mm, Yeah, it's not a lot of football He's played in You know, you could do all the running in the world And training and all the rehab But it's not as It's not as important as actual match fitness So you wonder how he would hold up Or you wonder how sharp he is You've got to assume that Neil Lennon Has been pleased with him In training day to day You've got to assume that he has been sharp And he looks like he's ready To play an important role tonight Otherwise I think Griffiths would play um, I mean what Griffiths came off 80 odd minutes on Sunday It didn't look like he had a knock So I, I, I'm i just assuming That it's tactical Neil Lennon likes to play this way in Europe He thinks this is a more secure way You know he, in the middle of the park there With El Yanusi, Rogic, Forrest, Brown and McGregor I mean, he's got five guys who are comfortable in possession as well as mm. full-backs who can back them up. So I, I'm, I'm guessing that's his reasoning. Because in fairness, Liam, as good as Griffiths and Edward have looked together, we've actually not we've not seen it in Europe because he wasn't available for the Copenhagen yeah, game. Yeah. And, you know, you're going all the way back then to... What was the final game, was it? Who was the, the final game in the group stage? Remind me... Uh, was uh, close away anyway close exactly and that was a much, that was a much, Gr- yeah Griffiths played and he was off the that was a changed pace, yeah. team so you know we've not really we've not really seen the three five two with with Griffiths and Edward up front in Europe Liam I mean the thing is for me if I was a manager obviously I'm I'm no debating obviously what Neil Lennon's done I mean look we've done that in the past year so it's a total decision but I do, I just don't think we've seen I mean if there's, if there's a great partnership between um, Edward and Griffiths. If it's working, why change it? Obviously, there might be method behind the madness, but I don't know. I just, I've just got a funny feeling that it just might not work tonight, and I don't know. Um, I still think we'll win. I think we've, I think we're going to win three one. I'm fe- pretty confident with that. Well, just, well, Liam, uh, if you win three one, let me tell you, the system works. Oh, I that's a hundred percent, and you would never debate it again. But it was just I kind of didn't really know what was going on. I thought maybe 
Griffiths have now picked it on up. That's why obviously mm-hmm. wasn't the class is fully fit. Um, but regardless, I don't know. I don't care. I, I don't care who puts it there as long as we win. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I doubt Neil Lennon's given his TV interview yet. What are we? Thirty minutes away from kickoff, so he's probably not given his TV interview yet. Which is the only the first time you get to really yeah. hear from him on a match day. I'm sure the question will be put to him as to the team changes and the absence of Lee Griffiths from the starting eleven. So we might have a bit of a better idea within the next twenty minutes or so. We are building up to kickoff. Thank you to Liam. In Cumbernauld Right tonight's teaser Is this mm. Rangers High profile penalty misses Recently Yanis Hadji The latest last night Can you name The last seven players To score A penalty For Rangers Tavernier Yes Easy one to kick you off Defoe Yes Another easy one Right Morelos No Morelos not scored a penalty No He has Has he Aye Do you want to put his name forward or not Yes you're, you're a I'll team. leave it up to my captain Yes Morelos Yes Yes he did oh. I Is that one? No Arfield missed against Hamilton Didn't he And oh, followed shit. up with Arena Kenny so, Miller So although Morelos missed In case you hadn't heard In the, the League Cup final He scored one I think it was in European qualifying Morelos So he's, he does have one good, Yeah good Kenny one. Miller No Good shout the mushroom well, It's not though is it It's a good shout How's it a good shout What's Morelos Oh I thought you meant oh, Kenny, Miller. Kenny Miller Oh no I wasn't listening to him uh, uh, Come on then has Davis scored one? No Not in the last seven Windass What a shout that is Oh yes Waghorn in there Yes oh, We're going to have to leave it there You've just blown the question apart Inside five minutes uh, Windass and Waghorn If you can tell me Who Josh Windass's penalty was against I will be Hamilton Amazed Or is it Motherwell uh, Hold on mm-hmm. I was either Hamilton Motherwell Hips, Hearts or Celtic <laughs> Is that half the league? St Johnson St Johnson no. maybe <laughs> no, Anyone? St Johnson No I'm going Hamilton Think about it See if it was a club like that Would I really have made such a big deal About how hard it was going to be For you to get it Again you're not really following Celtic. me here It's it's obviously An unlikely opponent It's obviously someone obscure Or I wouldn't be making a... Such a big deal out of it Who's obscure enough to Fraserburgh In the cup Ah, we'd have been oh, here all night for that. I know. That's why I thought I'd put you in Missouri. How many have we got to go? Three. You've only got two to get. Two. Only two to get. So plenty of time to get them. Let's hear a bit from James Keatings, shall we? The Inverness man is free to play yes. in the Challenge Cup final. What? What a hullabaloo it's been. What? A, what? What a situation. He was sent off. Second yellow card for diving If you've not followed the story Everyone And I mean everyone Thought it was going to get Overturned on appeal It did not There was Major outcry From all across The footballing landscape Scottish FA Then revealed That the original decision Was invalid Because one of the panel members Had not properly carried out Their role A new panel sat To hear the appeal And the appeal has been Successful So James Keatings Will play Or is available to play In the Challenge Cup final yeah, Obviously it was hard Obviously, the first instance, obviously knowing I'm not going to get a chance to play in a cup final. Every player at any level, that's the, the games you want to play in. And um, obviously it was a, a bit of a knock to me, but yeah, obviously they've had another look and they've, they've come back with a decision and obviously I'm delighted with it. What does it mean to you now you can be part of the, the, the Challenge Cup final? Yeah, it means everything. Obviously, cup finals don't come, come around 
um, every week, so it's in every year, so if players go through a full a full career, a full get into a cup final. And um, obviously it was one for me uh, with injuries I've had in the past and stuff and luckily enough I've I've had the chance to play in cup finals, I know what it means, I know what it, the feeling's like to, to play in the days and it was one obviously I, I didn't want to miss and I'm delighted with the the, dis, the, the decision they've made to, to overcome it. On one hand, mm. good decision. Good, yeah. well done. We got the outcome we want. James Keatings is available. On the other, you're, you know, you're now sort of looking at the system and does it have much of a future? Will it get overhauled? How did we get into this mess in the uh, first place? If there's a long way of finding a simple solution, the SFA will, will come up with that. I mean, I, I still don't even understand that the statement or, or what the statement means that they've put out. I mean, what does that mean? Is the person... Or whoever was responsible Not even watch the footage When they're saying They've not carried out their duty I think it's, that's it's a safe simple That's a safe that. conclusion yeah, To, to yeah. come to Well yeah. just say that Just say Look They didn't watch the footage They've now watched it Instead of this Or oh, they didn't carry out their duty To the full Just be honest And just say You made a mess of it They've now watched the footage And they've got the correct decision But what What a palaver it is And poor James Keaton Must have You know for a what? How long ago was that Two weeks ago maybe Ten days ago has been sitting thinking he's suspended for a cup final. But right decision's been reached. But what does it mean moving forward? Because every decision now that gets appealed and it's not upheld is going to be questioned. And there'll be some big ones, I think, from now to the end of the season. So that's the worry for the SFA. He has tweeted this evening as well. We just heard from him, but thought this was quite an interesting angle. He says, a huge thank you to everyone who supported me following my now rescinded red card. The football family really does exist. And it has been quite incredible, Gordon, the way that the football family, as he calls it, but all across the world really, has seen a decision without... I'm trying to word this politely to James Keating's Without really knowing who James Keatons is Without really knowing mm. much about Inverness But they don't really care They just saw a decision that they were so angry about that They it, wanted it, justice it, for it It went worldwide And yeah. it's got the outcome that he wanted Yeah, and rightly so, Gordon Because, you know, the lads wanted to play in a cup final uh, It looked like he was going to miss out It'd be a big, big game for him against Ray Throvers And um, at least we've got to the, the correct decision but how long has it taken? And once again, the SFAs leave their cell wide open. Yeah, because in an ideal world, Mark, you go, oh, good, we got there in the end. We can all learn from it. We move on. However, somebody on the panel still thought it was a dive. Yeah. On top of the person who didn't watch the mm-hmm. the footage. Yeah. Someone That's else worrying. on that panel still <clears throat> thought it was a dive. That's worrying. That's worrying. And like I said, there's going to be other there's going to be other situations. That the panel It may not be the, the same people on there But you're putting your trust in To make What could be Costly decisions In the running In the final uh, The final months of the season And then even going forward Into next season Has it got a future? I don't know what the answer is really But I can I think we can all agree That this isn't the way forward Where people I mean The people that's on the panel Do they actually understand football? Do they understand You don't have to be an expert on it But surely you have to have some grasp of it To watch it And pass down judgments Or decisions that could cost Players and teams uh, Valuable points Or cups uh, Appearance money for players You've got to have some grasp of what you're passing judgment on And it seems to be that these guys are, uh, Who's in charge of this 
haven't quite got what it takes. Well, on this occasion, to on be fair, occasion. But I mean, if we look and also, at the, the, all, but, but there is a difference as well because th- this is football. Rarely do you get consensus. We we got it on this occasion, yeah. but you don't you don't get it a lot. So I, I would, as bad as it's been, mm-hmm. I hope we don't then go down the road of. Every every decision that we get Some people will agree And some people will disagree This is not fuel now For those who disagree To then really You know Question it will The panel yeah. But that's the way the world You know what Gordon Especially here in Glasgow Yeah listen, I, That will I, be I now know, I know where you're coming from But yeah. By the very Definition of a of an appeals procedure Some people will agree And some people you're, won't You're totally right Gordon You're totally right But like I said They've left themselves Wide open to this now That decisions Which would just Cause a An uproar Maybe for a, a Monday or a Tuesday In this show Will now drag on If it's put to this panel And it's not what uh, the, the listeners want to hear It will drag on Because It does anyway <laughs> of course it does But oh, I'll be interesting for us to chat about Peach Prime is on Twitter Loads of reaction coming in on Twitter He says Correct decision But an investigation and proper reasoning Needs to be made public For why that shambles happened in the first place I doubt we'll get it Michael Yates Correct decision But only changed it because of the online focus And how embarrassing It made the Scottish game look uh, And Pat Quite rightly That this has to be a Relevant question It was the right decision but does that mean every team gets two appeals now? Oh, there you go. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and, and yeah. no, no would would be the answer. It's a difficult one, Gordon. Can of worms. That's the that's yeah. the phrase. Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I, I, hopefully they've learned from it, and uh, we can go on and, and and carry on from here, Gordon. But it is a complete shambles. Right on tonight's full time teaser, and you can play along on Twitter. By the way, this one's been sent in. Um, by John Frew So thank you to John for sending it in And if you want to hear your question used on the show In the future we'd love to have it So please send it to fulltime at Clyde1.com That's fulltime at Clyde1.com And John says tonight Name the last seven players To score penalties for Rangers You've got Tavernier Morelos Defoe Windas Waghorn We'll get the next two after these Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 15 minutes till kickoff at Celtic Park. Rangers are through to the last 16. They will take their place in the draw tomorrow. Can Celtic join them? We're closing in on finding out. 15 minutes to kick off in that one. Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson are here. And they've got. Most of these answers right on tonight's full-time teaser Very impressive showing from them The last seven players to score penalties for Rangers You've got Tavernier, Morelos, Defoe, Windas, Waghorn I'll take one more guess each Go on Mark Lee McCulloch No Candace No, he took one but I think he missed <sighs> Okay, we'll leave it there Two to get um, Building up to kick off at Celtic Park Neil Lennon speaking to uh, television at the moment Maybe you'll see some quotes on team selection The omission of Lee Griffiths Some of the debating points uh, That we've had just on the subject of this teaser And you advertised your opinion earlier But I want to dig a bit deeper Who takes Rangers next penalty? Tavernier Why? Because he's the best dead ball kicker I know that So why is he off them at the moment? Because he happened to miss one or two But he's I think it was more than that was it? Okay, he missed three His <laughs> average, uh, I thought, was very good He was unfortunate with a few hit the woodwork 
Um, a lot of people would probably look at Barisic, who's got a terrific left foot, but I just think that get Tavernier back on them. I think you've got a better chance with Tavernier than anyone. Morelos, no. No, no I don't think Morelos is. I don't, he scored, yeah, but I don't think he's a great striker of the ball, if you know what I mean. Missed it against Rangers, the high profile one, didn't he? Yeah, I just against think, Celtic, I, think Celtic, sorry. I think Tavernier's a, a very good striker of the ball. And with the amount of penalties that he's taken for Rangers, of course he's going to miss three. Um, but I just think that Tavernier's the main man for him. It'll be interesting to see. Stephen Gerrard said that he's got to put his boots on and run on and take them, but. Um, they, they seem to be missing a few. Hmm. You're going Morelos, even though he missed the one. Yeah, he's only missed one. Isn't nah, he? he just came out. He's just missed one. one. Morelos has got, you know, there's something with Morelos and Celtic that, you know, he he can't quite get the ball over the goal line. And no matter if it's a penalty or a, or a, a guilt edge chance, I think a striker like him who's scored the number of goals he has, he's got to be worth a shot. You can't go get one full back. To a midfielder To a left back Before you even consider Your striker surely Hadji on the left foot uh, Instead no. of his right I think Hadji's a nice striker Of ball as well But I just think I'll, I'll go back to Set plays Free kicks Corner kicks Tavernier Balls delivered in He's a terrific striker Of the ball Gordon Yes he's missed a few But How many has he scored And I think If it was me I'd be saying You're my skipper you're on the penalty kick. Would it be unfair to look at the TV coverage from Celtic Park and see in the studio Charlie Mulgrew, Johan Mialbi and realise why they're doing it for TV and Mark Wilson's doing it for radio? Would that be harsh? A unfair, I, I, I don't know the answer. I'm just well, putting it out there. If you look at the little lad Curry beside them, we can ask you the same question. <laughs> yes, yes, that is. That's only, the only thing is, I know you can't be being serious about that. So, uh, right, okay, right back at you. Oh, God, I know I Big Charlie's looking well, isn't he? Ah, Big Charles, handsome oh. big fella, isn't he? Yeah. He's got the milk tree pole neck and everything on. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, anyway, we are building up to kick off. Let's go back and speak to Alison Conroy, see how the atmosphere is building, disco lights and all the rest of it, Alison. Yeah, the atmosphere, as you can probably hear, is building here at Celtic Park. The Copenhagen fans also in fine voice, about 1,200 of them in the away corner to my right-hand side. To recap, the team for Celtic will be Fraser Forster in goal, a back four of Chris Iyer, Jozo Simonovic, Chris Julian and Greg Taylor. And I'll be Scott Brown and Callum McGregor with the three of James Forrest, Tom Rogic, Mohamed Ilianusi, Odson Edward up top for Celtic. Copenhagen have made two changes from the first leg in Denmark a week ago. Their goal scorer Ndoya does stay in the starting 11, Gordon. So about 10 minutes until kick-off here, a sellout at Celtic Park as they try to join Rangers in that last 16 draw of the Europa League tomorrow. We've all heard it before, Mark, about Celtic Park on these European nights, but you do wonder what type of impact that, yeah. that could have. Well, it, does, it does have an impact, there's no doubt about that. It's happened too often to too many big players and big teams uh, the evidence is there I, I do think the crowd In these European nights Bring that wee bit extra Out the players the, You know the, the the players relish playing In conditions With the pressure on them uh, And and that's why They've been so successful Over the years Different groups of players But this This team The way they are playing just now Mixed with the atmosphere I, I mean I can see them scoring a, a couple of goals And going through this one 2-0 But Look, there's still dangers there. We've seen it. If the, you invite Copenhagen into your half time and again and allow space in the wide areas, again, they will put balls in your box and you're 
But you're suddenly playing a game That you don't really want to be So if Celtic can get control Of the ball quickly Get control of it And that middle area And maybe that's why he's went With this formation With, with guys who are comfortable in the ball I think they, they can run out 2-0 winners tonight is, is it about that home advantage Gordon Is that the reason Because otherwise Why are people By and large saying I think Celtic will go through Because they were the better side In the first half last week Rather than mm. I think Celtic will go out Because they weren't the better side In the second half Do you see what I mean Is it all about coming back to Glasgow Is that what's supposed to give Celtic uh, The upper yeah, hand Yeah I think if you go away from home And Europe uh, But we've witnessed it Last night when Braga came to Ibrox Played very well 2-0 up And then They've got home advantage And Rangers went over there And outplayed them uh, I don't think that'll happen tonight I think Celtic will have too much quality For Copenhagen And I'm like Mark I think they will uh, Be in the draw tomorrow You've played in these big European nights Mark How important does the overall I don't know if, you know, at, Partly atmosphere but, but the mentality of the players Because Say the worst happens in Copenhagen Do score And they score yeah, early yeah, yeah. And then the away goals out the window the start, Calm heads, how important uh, the, is that? The, the start is crucial, Gordon, in these games You know, the, the last thing you want to do is invite pressure onto yourselves A few wee lax moments All of a sudden the crowd, you know, you feel the, the murmur through the crowd And the nerves start to creep in I think it's important that Celtics start very brightly, very positively I think we've seen that in European games in the past Against better opposition than Copenhagen When they start on the front foot When they get the ball into the opposition box how that crowd comes up And the team almost Retreat They're playing against That's the way they've got to go about it tonight Yeah I think uh, Front foot Right away Getting about Copenhagen uh, You know You dictate the The pace of the game uh, Get the ball to Edward Dangerous up there And try and create a few chances Try and get that early goal That early goal just takes the pressure Right off you And I think that If they get that Then it'll be Um a very comfortable win for Celtic I'm going Mark, I know Mark's going too I think they can score more than that I think they'll score three tonight Wow mm. Well There we go On that note A bit of a footnote really For the Europa <laughs> <Three> League <laughs> <Did you say>? <laughs> <laughs> For the Europa League action tonight Clearly our focus Is on Celtic Copenhagen As it was on Braga Rangers last night And seeing if we can get Two teams through To the next round um, But if you're casting your mind A bit further forward On a national team front Scott McTominay Starting for Man United yeah. tonight So remember there was that Big debate about whether He would be fit for The Nations mm. League Well with three weeks to spare He's back Yeah that's good Three good four news weeks for to Scotland. spare I still kind of believe The arguments that Oh he shouldn't play for Your national team Playing for Man United You know and starting for Man United He should be right in there Yeah hopefully he rediscovers Some of the form He was in before the injury Right tonight's teaser is this Rangers penalties Are very much in the Spotlight at the moment Yanis Hadji missed one last night Scott Harfield's missed Various others So can you name the last seven players To score penalties for Rangers You've got Tavernier Morelos Defoe Windass Did it against Fraserburgh And Martin Waghorn Scored a good few in his time as well So you've got two to get I'm, I'm thinking Did Kyle Lafferty score? No Did How far back are we going here? Not too far um, I'm really struggling here I've got people Lee Wallace no oh, Great shout I've got people at Penya And everything running down. Right era But he's not one They're both Scottish Ian Black mm, After him So more recently than him A lot more recently than him Scottish? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Murphy? No Ryan Jack? No <sighs> Come on I mean, This should have been easy One is still 
They're playing Scottish Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And music, turn the music right off I know it's the, it's <laughs> Andy Halliday Andy Halliday, oh, yes When did he score apparently? He's taken a good few actually Has A couple, he? yeah oh, yeah um, Last one Started his career at Livingston Went down south Back up to Rangers I think is it a, I can't even remember If it's a loan now Or a permanent deal But he's Another Scottish club Started at Livingston Played for West Brom Adorans Graham Dorans Dundee Oh I've never yeah. got that Thank you Mark and Gordon By the time we come back tomorrow We'll find out if we've got one team or two In the next round And we'll find out What type of opposition lies in wait Join us from 6 with Hugh Keevans And Fraser Wishart Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.